Hello, this is Dr. Nancy O'Reilly, and you're listening to Conversations with Smart, Amazing Women. Each week we bring you a woman who's going to help you gain new perspective in in some important part of your life. How about your relationship, your business, how about health and fitness, and even your self-esteem? I'm pleased to welcome back one of my amazing co-authors of Leading Women this week. Her name is Aria McGarry. Now, the name of her chapter is Live Your Legacy, Leadership, Philanthropy, and Transformation. And her passion and purpose is just that, to help others live their legacy. She founded the concept first with her TV show, Live Your Legacy, which featured outstanding, I'm going to call them social profit organizations in Atlanta, Georgia, my birthplace, and for which Aurea won an Emmy Award for emceeing the program. Then she reached out to others wanting to live their legacy with Live Your Legacy Summits, which I attended one, which was really a fantastic experience. And so she keeps trying. She tries to help make miracles happen for people trying to create their legacies, and she's doing that. So I want to welcome Aurea back and find out her her journey of living her legacy today. And thank you so much for being with me again. Welcome back. I'm so glad to have you with me. And uh, I mean, how long has it been? A couple years, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah it has been. Yeah. Uh, I was at one the Live, Live Your Legacy Summit. Uh, was it 2000? Oh, I'm not even going to try. If I say two, it's probably three or four. <laughs> I think yeah, I think it was maybe 2012. I think it was. Yeah, right. It's, been, it's good to good to speak with you again. And, and since then, we've both been doing quite a bit. But uh, this this is about you. Of course, you're one of the leading women co-authors, and I'm very very pleased to. Uh, that you accepted our invitation to join 19 other women to share their stories and give other women hope and and so much great knowledge and expertise to make their lives better. So thank you for being a co-author and a leading (laughs) woman. Thank you, Nancy, for putting it together. The hard work is definitely on your end to bring us all together in one form and one place and in such a beautiful book. So my hat's off to you and applaud you and your team for what you did. Congratulations. Thank you. Well, your chapter is called Living Your Legacy and uh, uh, Leadership, Philanthropy, and Transformation. But, you know, again, uh, that is what... You know, your personal story is so very important, so I always begin conversations with that because, you know, I think we women have this uh, kind of an issue about comparing ourselves to other women, especially when we see someone who's beautiful, who's intelligent, who has a great personality, who is attractive and outgoing. We, we, We seem to think for some reason they have it all together. It must be so easy for them. And your story is one of, absolute triumph and and you definitely have you're living your legacy but tell us your story because again it's it's a great story well thank you thank you well i know we want people to get the book to read all the details of all of our stories in there so to make a very long story short just 
the bullet points of it that I like to let women know, especially women, because women are my passion to help, because we do compare ourselves with everybody else all the time, and we never feel that we're good enough or smart enough, tall enough, thin enough, or more or beautiful enough. So I totally agree with your prior statement that we're always comparing ourselves. But I do love to give women hope, and, and teens as well, to know that it doesn't matter what life throws you, whatever you get. It is not more than you can handle. And my life started out great at having a multimillionaire Greek tycoon father that gave me a silver spoon in my mouth to skate with, you know, Dorothy Hamill and all the professional skaters and everything was at my fingertips. But at 15, I lost it all because he was violently murdered and everything came to a crashing halt for me. So I became a thriver at 15. And my life since then has always been, you know, making the best of everything that's gotten thrown to me. And when I got into my 20s, I did become a more devout Christian where I was able to really know the faith that I have now, to know that it's okay when life throws you these curveballs, that together with my faith, I'm going to make it through. And in my 20s, I was in a domestically abusive relationship with my first husband. So that was challenging. And I help women know that you can avoid that or get out of that safely and victoriously if you choose to. So I escaped that and went on to meet my prince, now Prince Charming. But after that, I was diagnosed with cancer. And that's all that story is in the book. And I, and I tell you in bullet point format, you know, from millionaire to domestic violence escapee to a, a cancer survivor again myself, because no matter what happens, you still can fulfill your life's purpose. You still can. My whole life's purpose and legacy is from those bad times, turning around and helping people make it through those you know, in a great way, not just barely making it, but making it, you know, in a, in a big way where that could turn into your legacy. <clears throat> when I was diagnosed with cancer, they took out a lot in my chest cavity, my half above my lungs and things, and they took out my vocal cord nerve, and they told me I'd never speak again. But speaking is my life now. It wasn't even as much so as it is after the trauma. And from there, I went to start a talk show and won an Emmy Award for having a talk show when I was told I was never supposed to be able to speak. So my life in a nutshell, at 48 years old, my little girl dream came true to win a big award like the Emmy Award for having a TV show, inspiring people to live their legacy, showing off nonprofits and good people in this world when everything was against me. I was not a size 2. I was not five foot ten, I was not this gorgeous anything. I was just a woman that had been through a whole heck of a lot, came out the other end with my little girl dream intact after all of that. So that's what I like to let women know, that I don't care what you're going through, how bad it may seem, your little girl dream can come true and your purpose in your life can come true because God's not done with you. And he wants your availability, not your ability anyway. So a lot of times we have to kind of tweak our dreams, but don't give up on them. Well, and and, and unfortunately there are those people, though, that are victims and stay victims, whereas your story is one of triumph, which is all, you know, your book, I Won't survive i'll thrive and i think that's something that really more and more people want especially women that hope and and that you know they they, that modeling that you offer to them and that story that you give to them that will give them that that whole premise of uh, you know i can do this she did it i can do it and exactly and and with good support there's so many things that we can do you know your whole thing is about leaving the legacy and, and i think that's 
you know, the Women Connect for Good Foundation, that's really been part of my, I mean, that is my mission, of course, is to help women help other women, but to really know that, uh, you know, we're, we're all here to help, we're connected, and we're all here to help one another. You know, Stephen Graham, who is Oprah Winfrey's boy, she, he even says this, I'm Oprah Winfrey's boyfriend, and he says, I get over that, but he says, you know, a lot of us just live in a box. And there's so many people I do, you know, you run across that are just kind of, they're they're just living one moment at a time. I mean, they're right. they're kind of unconscious, you know. We talk about conscious people and unconscious people, but there are many people that are just waiting for something to happen, not making things happen, but just right. waiting for things to happen. You know, and, and, I, and I guess, you know, you hear this concept too, oh, I can't wait to retire, and then re- retire and do what? Right. You know? I mean, it's it to me. There, there is there are there are people in this world that seem to be just kind of breathing in oxygen, and, and that's about it. And then there are other people that are truly that truly care desperately and and really really want to make a difference. And and I don't know. I mean, what what do you see going on in our society now as far as people really wanting to give back and and living their legacy and really taking that time to think about others and feeling that connection and how we can help each other. Well, you know what? It's funny because I think even more so with the the whole turning of the economy and everything that's happened since 2008, I feel what I've experienced, people have now come out of the woodwork to help people. I think we're becoming a more giving society in a bigger way because I see neighbors helping neighbors now, not just big nonprofits helping people like they've always done. I see the actual, you know, person next door reaching out to their neighbor when for so long we didn't even know who our neighbors were. But now we're seeing our neighbors' houses foreclose, and we're seeing our neighbors, you know, losing their jobs and being out of work, and people going back to bringing over a covered dish, people doing the things they used to do back in the day. And I love that because I know through bad times really brings out that sisterhood and that brotherhood in all of us that's always there. But I think back in the 90s and all of our our time, we're all like living in excess that we forgot about that. We're so busy, you know, keeping up with the Joneses. And now all of a sudden it's all come down to leveling it all out so people need each other again. Mm-hmm. And so that's been the positive I've seen in the last several years. People really wanting to, you know, take time to start a new nonprofit or to help one they haven't had time to before, really making an effort to say, do I really need this extra $5 in my pocket or can I give that to somebody? Can I do without my latte today and can I give that to somebody? Or, mm-hmm. you know, keeping an older car longer than going out and buying a new one because you want to give that extra money you may have to somebody that's in need or, or an organization in need. And that's just the world I'm surrounded in, so maybe it's just me, but I've seen a lot more good in the world in the last several years in that aspect it, versus just watching the news where you're going to see all the bad that you ever want to see on yeah. the news. But the news is not the average person. The news is that 1% that are doing the bad thing. The good people are the 99% people that aren't on the news every night, that are helping their fellow man. And I believe in them, and I know there's more of them in this world than there are bad. They just don't get the PR. I, I agree with you. I, I think people are desperately wanting to connect more so than they ever have. I think with Internet and social media and Facebook and everything else that's going on, is that I think there is this myth in some, for some people that they truly are connecting, but unless you actually physically talk to someone or connect to someone, I think we really are kind of wanting this, this overall, let's touch each other. You know, when you get a note in the mail now or a card, I mean, a handwritten card, it is almost a treasure. For me, you know, if I get a, a a birthday card or just a note of thanks or just something, 
from a friend that says, you know, I'm thinking about you, I care about you, it truly is a treasure now. And, and I think this is where we we are at. You know, and this, again, the book Leading Women was really, for me, a, a collaboration. I think it's so much more fun and so much more productive when you bring people together to share in, in, in really making a difference. And I think women especially, uh, we're good at that. You know, we're, we've always been good about bringing people together. So, you know, I get excited when people, uh, women take their time, their talent, and their treasure, and they bring it together. And they, I mean, it's just, it's just amazing what, what any of us can do. And I mean, Absolutely. you're doing it year after year with your legacy summits. But, you know, I mean, you've been doing the summits for some time. And maybe just describe those a little bit because, uh, as I said, I attended one, you said, 2012. And, and uh, you do a wonderful job. And, by the way, I don't call them not-for-profit. I call them social profit organizations. I wish... I wish oh, I like term- that. I wish the terminology could be different because I think when you think about all the organizations that are 501c3... Which my you know my foundation Women Connect for Good is a 501c3, but it's a social profit organization because it's something that benefits everyone. And I think I mean they're just as important. If we if, you know for example the Red Cross or the YMCA, the you know those all went away. All of our community resources went away. We'd really be in trouble. So no kidding. These social profit organizations are, are amazing. But but I guess my point is is that. The, the the things that we are doing and the time and the talent and the volunteerism and the people that truly take their passion and, and make it into their purpose is happening more and more. But women, I think, especially get that. We're good at bringing that forth. But your summits, you know, again, came from, I guess, originally your, your TV show, the uh, your legacy, and then these summits that you started. Just describe those a little bit because I think they're absolutely amazing. They're wonderful. Thank you, thank you. Well, I love them because it it's like matchmaking. It is bringing nonprofits and philanthropists and retailers and the entrepreneur all together in one room. It brings the young together with the old, the seasoned together with the rookie, and it's all for a good cause. We teach women, and I get speakers from all over the country that come in to teach. I say women, but we do get a few great men at each one of them. They're wonderful, but it's basically about 98% women and teens that come together to learn how to live their best legacy, which could be their business, it could be their children, it could be a hobby, it could be a talent. We help them identify it during the day, help them explore it, help them um, um, fine-tune it, help them finance it. We always have a speaker teaching on finance or social media, because what's the point of having, whether it's your talent or your nonprofit, your social your social profit company, if nobody knows you're there and who you help? So we really get down into the nitty-gritty about, okay, now you know what your legacy is. You know what it is you want to do and give back to this world. Now the job is to let others know that you're here. So it's a lot of connection, a lot of learning, lot of learning how to connect out in the big world on a bigger scale, whether you want your community to know, your country to know, or your world to know about you. And then in the afternoon, of course, we have mastermind sessions on that, and we honor people like you, Dr. Nancy, that are women that are living it right now. Because after a 
full day of learning, you know, how to identify your legacy and fine-tuning it. I like to show them exactly people who are doing it, and especially against all odds. So we've honored such wonderful, wonderful women and men and children that are living their legacy, and they tell their story about how they started, what may have tried to stop them, and how they did it anyway. And I just love to give people hope, and that's hope, you know, live in person. So it's a great networking day, but it's a great learning and inspirational day as well. Because in this world of trying to make it in business, I don't want people to forget to to spend that time and that energy and that um, those resources on living their legacy as well. Because I know there's going to be a lot of regrets in this world someday if you go through your whole life and you've made it successfully in a business, but you forgot how you wanted to be remembered and who you wanted to help. And I'm finding that's balancing out these days. A lot more people are caring more about the legacy versus how they make their money and how they, you know, it's not all about the, the, the dollar anymore. It's about how you help people and what you do with that dollar that you earn and that God trusts you with. Yeah, I, I think more and more companies are becoming conscious, whereas, you know, I used the term unconscious before, is that yes. they're, they're really finding that whatever they're producing really, you know, if they if their employees and everyone understands working together that they're offering something to others to benefit them and then also find a way to give back the employees and the company basically thrives. I mean, again, finding that purpose, you know, people go in and, and it, you know, it's a, they say, well, what do you do? I, I produce widgets. Well, no, no, you produce something that serves people. And I think when we reframe and help it, people to understand that I think that the whole way of, of going about you know you're living your life with with purpose even in what your work is is your purpose your purpose is your passion your passion is your purpose you know I, I hear this sometimes from people they say well you know you're doing all these things and da 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 I, you know I really don't know what I can do and and I find that people uh, really want to help. They really do, you know, overall really want to do something, really want to help. They said, but what can I do? You know, Mother Teresa says, you know, feed one. And I think that's something that if people understand, it, if one person did one gentle act of kindness each day, just think what the world would be like. And, and, and just leaving each day with with an imprint of some some act of kindness with another human being that this would be such a different place that we would all li- live in but you're right i mean i mean i think the thing is i was listening to a program and i think they said uh well, what is it you would like for your children to say about you once you're gone? And I think that's really important. I mean, for me, I think my girls and my grandchildren and so forth is important to me. If we were to all write our epitaphs right now, I mean, about who we, you know, who people, you know, somebody else was writing it, we would want them to say things about us that, that really, hopefully, they would say she was kind, she was generous, she cared about people, you know, something like that. But... I th- you're right. I think people need to think about that more. Is that what do you want to leave behind? What do you want to leave for the next generation? And, right. And my goal, of course, is to to leave uh, my children with the knowledge that you know w- when you're blessed, you you know many blessings, b- many blessings given, many blessings you know received. It just works that way. I think everything I've ever put out there has come back to me threefold, and it's always been just a an absolute pleasure and treasure to have those things. But, but you know, I, I think I think people are. They're really, truly wanting to help. They really do care. But they, they sometimes have to realize 
you know, it's their passion, it's their purpose. And women are doing this entrepreneurially more and more too, as they're taking their passion and oh, they're making it into their into their work. And and I think when people begin to understand work and passion all come together. I mean, this you 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 know, this is your your work, but it's also your passion. And right. it's, it's thrilling when you can find something that, you know, it's not work. Every day you go to work or do your, do this job, living the legacy and helping others to do the same. I, I mean, it's it has to, it just fills you up, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, and it's not easy. And some people think, oh, oh living like it's easy. It's not. It's You've got to live it through the good times and the bad times. You've got to time manage it. There's times you just wonder, God, is this my legacy? I mean, you're going to go through all the same you know, uh, thought processes as anybody else. It's just that it's more of a conscious effort on your part that during your daily grind and the daily things that you have to do that you'd rather not be doing, whether it's a nine-to-five or something, you haven't made that transition yet into making your work your passion and your full-time, that it's okay, that, you know, you never arrive. Some people think they live their life waiting to arrive, like you were saying before, retire. I don't think we ever retire. You never want to retire from life until you're dead, and you never do arrive. Because the minute you you achieve one goal, you should be already ready to embark on the next goal, on the next challenge, to keep learning, to stay alert, to stay valuable, to stay, you know, um, you know, in tune with what's next. Because we never want it. Once we expire, I mean, you don't want God to be done with you. Because then that means, okay, time to go home to heaven. You know, you want to always say, no, no, I got more to do. I got more to do. You know, you don't want to say, okay, I'm done now. Because yeah. then the next the next step is death, and you don't want that. Uh-uh, uh-uh. No, I mean, for for me, the book, uh, Leading Women, was a collaboration, you know, and it's something that, you know, I think so, I think sometimes we're not sure if we're, if we're making an impact or if we're out there. I mean, and oh, so yeah. for me, finding like-minded women like yourself, which really women who do care, women who do want to make a difference, women yes. that care about other women, you know, was so, this was the value, this was so important, and, and to show other women that that in fact you know there can be really positive collaborations of women really supporting each other, which I believe is so so very important in our society and and for our our, our daughters and and their daughters and, and and on and on and on. But but again, I think that's where the fun comes in, and it is it is fun. And I think when people really truly do find what they're what they what what they really enjoy doing there is that joy and there is that happiness and there is that energy at, at, to to continue on because I I mean there were days also for me that I'd be out there drumming on I mean hit, you know drumming on the drum and and wondering if anybody was listening and, and right and it's and it is great <laughs> when you find someone that goes hey I really like your drumming and I really like to drum right. along with you you go oh I think that's the other thing is is that that connection uh back to my oh my my the whole connection issue is that we're really all here together and it it really is a short time and i and i do believe overall that we're here for reasons and some of us may not realize those but those of us that have the have had the the pleasure and and the ability to to recognize and to know that that's why we're here uh, you know that's that's truly the add value. But as you know, we we also learn the most and we glean the most during the most difficult times in our lives as well. So and that's uh, why know. I like to let women know when you're going through those times when it's not easy and it's not fun and you're wondering is anybody listening to my drumming or even liking it? If that is the time to reach out to people that have 
gone before you and done it. That's why I so believe in books like yours, um, Nancy, because you're able to look in that book. And now with social media, you don't have to just look at it like these are women far, far away. You now can Google these women. You can Google women like myself, and you, you see our websites up there, and you can reach out to us. Anybody that's that you feel you have a connection to that might have gone through something similar that you're going through now, and you can reach out, and you can do a Twitter. You could do a, an email or a Facebook message and say, hey, I read your story. I read this. You know, I really could use some words of encouragement. You know, and people are now so much more accessible. You can be accessible to some of the most famous people in the world these days, never mind just some inspirational women like us in the book. So I encourage women and everybody, not just women again, to reach out. Don't sit home alone if you're going through the unfun times. If you're going through the time when you feel like, oh, my gosh, am I on the right track? Is any of this working? Why is all this bad happening to me? Because we all have moments like that. But that's when I tell people, do not do that alone. Reach out, reach out, reach out. And that's why books like yours, Nancy, is so important, so they can read something like this and see other women that are trying to empower people like them to say, hey, we're here. Reach out to us. Absolutely. Well, you know, uh, for me, my hope is for for this book to go uh, global because I I think you know we women in the United States we have so many more resources than women in other countries and so one of one of my hopes and goals uh, and even leaving a legacy is that women all over the world are able to read a book like this and understand you're right there are women out there that truly do care that do want to make a difference and do want to help and do want to send a very, very strong message of hope to each and every woman out there so that she can pass that along to another woman. So, uh, you know, and again, the proceeds from the book go back to the authors, but again, go back into the foundation for women helping women. So really excited about that. But what's going on with you? What do you want people to know? I know you're continuing to do all the great things you're doing, but is there something that, that is coming up that you'd like for everybody to know about? Well, I'm in the process of rebranding a whole bunch of exciting things, TV shows and radio shows. So I would tell them to stay tuned to my website because I will be um, launching some really exciting new things to to bring together the, the community of Legacy. Uh, I still have my Legacy Summit, and the next one's coming up September 14th, 2015, in Atlanta. But we're going to start branching out into other cities and other communities through TV, through radio, and through some live events. So I would tell them, stay tuned, connect with me on Facebook and on my Live Your Legacy Summit website, and they won't miss a beat that way. Fantastic. I didn't think you'd be sitting just around eating bonbons. <laughs> I assumed you'd be extremely busy, and I want to congratulate you on the work that you're doing and, and really the fact that you're you're bringing so many great stories to life and, and letting people know that there really are great things out there and there are people that truly do love and care about one another. And I think... Yeah. I think that's it. I mean, I, I don't watch the news much anymore because it's got, I've gotten to the point that you know it, it doesn't it doesn't make me feel good. No. And, you know, when I read stories and, and hear about people like yourself that are doing amazing things in the world to to really honor others that are that are taking their time, their talent to make a difference, then I I really truly enjoy that. So me congratulations too. on all your great work. Thank you for being. And uh, you too. With leading women, and uh, we have a book signing coming up, actually this week in Detroit, and then at the end of the month we're going to be in New York City. Now, are you coming to New York? I can't, but you guys need to come down to Atlanta. It's a big hub, so get down to Atlanta soon. 
Well, you get a book signing arranged, and I'll come back to my birthplace. Well, I will work on that, absolutely. That's where that's where I was born, so I would love to come back to Atlanta and uh, come back to my roots. But, uh, again, uh, we're just going to keep uh, pushing ahead and sending out messages of hope and connecting people Great. in such a positive way. So thanks for being a part of that. Thank you so much, Dr. Nancy. You have a great day.